0: Hey y'all from NPR, I'm Sam Sanders It's been a minute So there's this picture that I'm obsessed with It's got Maurice White Of Earth, Wind, and Fire The photo's in black and white Maurice is walking away from the camera You see his back And he has this white umbrella he's holding over his head He is walking through sand He's in a desert And behind him are three big pyramids almost larger than life. They are the pyramids in Egypt. It is beautiful. It's one of the most iconic music photos ever. A man named Bruce Talamon took that picture and a lot of other pictures. We are talking to Bruce today because if you can name a black musician from the 70s, chances are Bruce Talamon has photographed them. Michael Jackson dancing with his brothers on a soundstage. Patti LaBelle feet up on a chair after a long day of press interviews. Diana Ross literally crowd surfing in a concert. Bruce has a new book out with hundreds of his photos. It is called Bruce W. Talamon, Soul, R&B, Funk. Bruce and I talk about some of the stories behind those photos and those artists, how he got so much access to them, and what they're like up close. All right. Also, full disclosure, Bruce is married to NPR co-Twitch correspondent and friend of this show, Karen Grigsby-Bates. Okay, with that, let's get to it. Here's me and Bruce Talamon talking with a bunch of music at NPR West.
1: Bruce, hi. Hey man. How are you? We're dressed alike today. I like that. <laughs> yeah, my wife just pointed that out. <laughs> you know, you know she would.
0: Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I you know, it's
0: funny, I've been Hauling your book around the last several days, going through all the photos and reading up on it. Mm-hmm. And I love this book, but it's heavy. So just to put it in scale yeah. for our listeners, this is probably four times the size of an average book. Easily. Five times Easily. as heavy. Easily. How many photos are in
1: the book? Just under 300. 300. Okay, are in the book, and it's 372 pages.
0: It has Stevie Wonder on the cover. Yes, it does. Looking Stevie Wonder-esque. So I want to talk about the backstory of all of this, but first I want to just go through some of the amazing stories these photos tell with specific artists. Mm -hmm. I want to first talk about these amazing photos you have of Aretha Franklin. This is a year in which everyone is talking about her, And I'm seeing in these photos a side of her you maybe didn't see all the time.
1: Right. Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, These were all taken in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, The one that everybody really loves is the one uh, which is at her house. So describe this for listeners.
0: She is leaning over the side of a...
1: Of her grand piano, which was in the living room. She's got
0: her hair up.
1: Hey, man, sister just pulled her hair back. It was very casual.
0: And she's looking at you right in the and eyes. And she's
1: looking me right in the eyes. I, How close were you to her? It seemed like
0: you were right up in her face.
1: I was a couple of feet away. Did so, she play for you? Yes, she did. Are you leaving me? You know, when you do a portrait, you also want to have elements of the uh, background or of the, the surroundings. And, I mean, think about it. Aretha Franklin, piano. And then she um, would share with us some things that she was working on. Sometimes these t-
0: You saw her perform too.:
1: Oh yes. it was wonderful. I remember one, uh, one photograph that didn't make the cut and, and, and uh, I had to decide if there, if there needed to be blood on the floor, but with my editor. but yeah her hands reaching out, there, there were I have this shot, you've got her hand in the, in the frame, and then you've got the hands of the, the crowd coming up oh, wow. to touch her to hand touch her. It was extremely joyful. Yeah, and uh, I saw that over and over again. I mean, like with Patti LaBelle, with uh, Etta James, with Shaka Khan, with with Natalie Cole, with you know, so many of these women. It, it it was it was authentic, right? It wasn't something that was staged, okay? And we're gonna have the shot of the no. I got that because I was watching, and and just back then, you know, uh, these were film cameras, not digital cameras, so you didn't use one camera and then you could convert the color to black and white you had on your left side you had black and white cameras like three of them on your right side you had your three uh color cameras you carried six cameras everywhere no i carried probably uh seven uh cameras two on the neck uh three on each side with different lenses that's a lot yes (laughs) my chiropractor will tell you that (laughs) you know i mean but but again that was you don't want to miss something if you see it you've missed it uh Okay, you better come back with the shot. And if you don't, there will be somebody who will replace you tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I want to take you to LaBelle Uh and these photos because you captured them not just in performance, but like... On the road?
1: Yeah, I went on the I'm road. I'm looking
0: really. at this amazing photo of the three members of the Bell, which gave us Patti LaBelle. For folks that don't know, but the three of them are in the back Sarah of a Dash car, or a cab, and just passed out, sleeping.
1: And Nona Hendrix. And I uh, mean, it's just
0: a lovely shot that really just kind of captures how grueling this stuff is. Oh yeah. How long were you with them on this trip?
1: Uh, I think I was with them a, a week it was you know total access you had uh, you had the sound checks you had the rehearsals then you had the performance and you had them getting ready and you know at the appropriate time they let me in back in the back there and and uh, patty had her little glass of wine and she was what kind of wine she was it was white wine i i don't i don't know if it was chardonnay or not but <laughs> uh, the the girls were glamming up daddy I
0: mean, well, you have this fatty. photo of them looking in the mirror uh-huh. as they're getting their makeup together. Then they yeah. were in these elaborate costumes with
1: feathers. Lots of feathers. This was the Lady Marmalade tour. Hey, that was a crowd pleaser. Folks would get up. Well, hell, folks stood up the whole concert. It was like church. She said, and it was loud. And I and,
0: and I found out reading this. Before that era of their career, the kind of glam rock look, right. Lady Marmalade, right. they were just like a straight-ahead group of R and B singers. Yeah, before that, they yeah. they changed it up.
1: Oh, there's no question.
0: Did you photograph them before they changed it up, or after? No, you changed it up? I did
1: not. No, I did not. I I got the full the full spaceship. And it's beautiful. Well, this picture, <laughs> this picture of Patty right here that
0: I'm looking at right now, she looks right. like she is on stage in ecstasy.
1: Oh, there's no question.
0: All right, time for a break. When we come back, Bruce tells me about the time he caught Al Green coming off stage after a very exhausting concert, and he smacked his head
2: on a door jam. We'll tell you the story. BRB. The following message comes from our sponsor, Capital One. Would you know if someone applied for credit using your social security number? If not, listen to Joe Whitchurch, head of the CreditWise app, talk about the new SSN tracker his team recently released.
0: While identity fraud is something everyone needs to be worried about, we want to make it easy and seamless for them to become aware of anybody attempting to use their identity without their knowledge or permission.
2: CreditWise is free for everyone, whether you're a Capital One customer or not. You can find CreditWise in your app or Play Store now.
1: Olympic gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar abused hundreds of women and girls for more than 20 years before he was caught. Hear how a team of women brought down a serial sexual predator. Believed, a new podcast for Michigan Radio and NPR.
0: Your entree into the world of of taking photos of these black musicians came through Soul Magazine. A lot of folks... Will not have heard about that. What is Soul Magazine?
1: Soul Newspaper was a small African American arts and, and 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 photography and and music. Uh, well, it started out as a magazine, uh-huh. but the economics forced it into taking a step back. Okay, I mean, we had the first issue. We had we had slick paper and yeah. color, and then we were forced to to see reality and go back to newsprint.
0: Okay, and y'all were doing specifically coverage of. Black so, artists,
1: yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and it was the only African American owned and operated black publication at the time that was doing uh, black music. Um, Regina Jones and and her husband Ken uh, Jones, Regina and Ken, they were the publishers of Soul, right? Uh, here in Los Angeles, understood that black kids bought records and had a hunch that they would buy. A newspaper filled with interviews and and stories about the musicians creating that music. And it worked. There's this photo you
0: have that is just it stopped me in my tracks. You're with Al Green for one mm. of his shows. Mm-hmm. And you catch him as he is leaving the stage, I'm sure after like four or five encores. And he's about to collapse. Or no, he, does he did collapse. collapse.
1: He collapsed at the—this was a situation where I got in front of him— and was, was walking with them as they as they left the stage. And his security has him. And they're literally... He, he's off his feet, okay? They're, so like, he's, dragging he's, they're, him off the they're stage. They're dragging him. I mean, no, no. He got off the stage. Okay, okay. But as we get to the door of after, his dressing room...
0: After they've dragged him off after stage. After they've
1: dragged him all, he has he's spent. He's done. So they get him back to the room, and he literally collapses at the door, smacks his head against the door jamb, and... I've got maybe one second, two seconds to, to get this shot. And I just remember shifting. Uh, and uh, this is no time to take your meter out and say, excuse me, can you hold that while, uh, I, uh. while I shoot? So you know that, okay, you've got to drop the shutter speed quickly okay. to like maybe an eighth of a second. Okay, Firm up because your body is a, is, a, is a tripod and slowly fire that so there's no movement. What song would he close out with? Sometimes he would close with uh, love and happiness. was secure enough where he didn't have to you know he could he could change it up and 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 his and musicians go, knew they knew how to follow his musicians well it was knew very
0: churchy in the way that like the quite, church band will just follow the pastor quite like they will exactly. follow the pastor to any key to any Al song was
1: the pastor
0: But, ruled the stage.
1: Yeah, there's no there's no question and and he had to have his security because those nice ladies would pull his <laughs> into the crowd if he yeah. wasn't careful. Yeah. And cuz he would give out beads, he would give huh. out necklaces, he would give out
0: roses. I remember and there's a photo of him, of the trap of him giving the roses out. Giving the roses yeah. out. And
1: the little hand and the hands the were hands you know, reaching uh, up coming it. up like it little is birds.
0: it's it, it is biblical. So, you know, on top of capturing these artists in their brilliance, you did a really great job of capturing the fans yes. in their near ecstasy um, over these artists. I mean, there's these photos you have of a pretty young Jackson 5 and these young girls swarming their cars. Well, yeah. What was that
1: And, like? and t- total pandemonium.
2: Now, you know when the Jackson 5 sing, we always line up. One, two, three,
1: four. Total five. chaos. And you are going to
2: try to take over the what? Strings, I'm coming man. up there
1: with no, my Total beatles best. This is my line. I'm going to get a Marsha. One of the things that I, I said to my editor was, I said, before Michael Jackson conquered the world, he belonged to little black girls in Gary, Indiana, and in Charlotte, North Carolina, and in Harlem. You know, people tend to forget that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a certain, when you look at these kids, you know, these were their heroes coming to play. And these little girls were dressed in their, like as if they were going to Sunday school. Yeah. How, how did Michael
0: deal with it at that age, from what you could see? You were you're there with him, didn't you? Yeah. He,
1: I mean, how he? was did he... a total professional. Uh-huh. He was wound up like a top. Let's
2: have some fun. Let's have a good
1: I mean, when we did that session in 1976, after they had just left Motown,
0: uh, and he went to a new label, and you have that photo of them just that, so happy to, to be that, free,
1: to that new label, yeah. to, to Epic Records. Yeah. There was no stopping him. He was like a—he was like I said, like a top. He, was was, he dancing. He was dancing. We had, look. You gotta set the stage. You gotta set the mood, right? So you have. You have somebody spinning the records, making sure that they're not twiddling their thumbs looking at you, Mm -hmm. right? You can be a fabulous photographer, but you've got to set the mood. You know, when he would start, his brothers would go into their routine. And so you'd get a a private performance right before your eyes. Then there's that question, do I dare open my mouth and say, fellas, you got to get closer together? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Nobody cares 40 years ago that that they're off of the background, that they're off of the seamless. If you're looking at the fact that they're, oh, well, you know, the white isn't behind them. Yeah. Book, you know, that's not going to work. You want to get that action. you got to get the action.
0: All right, time for another break. In a minute, Bruce talks about his favorite artist, and it's a hard choice. We'll be right back.
2: Support for NPR and the following message come from Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that's great at one thing, setting you up on great dates. And they're not just saying that. On Hinge, three out of four first dates lead to second dates. They are the number one mobile-first dating app mentioned in the New York Times wedding section. So if you're looking for a BFF, a job, a pen pal, or a hookup, Hinge isn't the place for you. Hinge is exclusively designed to get you out on great dates. Download Hinge in the Apple Store or Google Play. Are you looking for that sound you've never heard before? That's what we do on Alt Latino. We bring you something new, all wrapped up in something familiar. Listen to Alt Latino on the NPR One app or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: One of the things I loved about the photos you had of the Jackson Five and the fans surrounding them, you gave great visual attention and care to these young black girls who were so often forgotten in so many ways. Right. And it felt like you were trying to say something with those photos of those fans and those young women.
1: Well, you got to understand something. I, I was on my way to, to go to law school when i bought my first camera after whittier college after whittier college i major poli sci poli sci and sociology major okay i bought a camera when 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 i was on a foreign exchange in berlin mm-hmm. but my training was sociology my training was political science mm-hmm. you know this was a time when 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 we were active you know when folks you know had a point of view and I was, you know, I was caught up in that whole thing myself, uh, civil rights and, and, and human rights and political power and, and the, you know, and to register to vote and, and, and all of that. Yeah. And to see how black folks had been marginalized in so many instances. Mm-hmm. So this was my background. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm going to take that and apply it to your work. to my work. A, this was not going to be just a book that was screaming into the microphone. Yeah. You know, even though this is the first photo book on soul and, and R&B and yeah. funk, but so many people fetishize James Brown sweating and, and, yeah. and, and, and that's all you see. Yeah. And and there's more.
0: Well, and this is what came through in the book as well. For these musicians, it was more than just music. They were activists, too. They were active in making music in an era where the fight for equality for black people was a very big thing. And there were just little things in here that I had totally forgotten. Like you have a caption in the Stevie Wonder section where you talk about how his rendition of Happy Birthday, the Stevie Wonder version, Mm -hmm. was used to help lobby to make MLK Day a national holiday.
1: Right. Or You have
0: these photos of Muhammad Ali having, you know, fundraisers and events to like – or raise awareness about Nelson Mandela. Yeah, he was yeah. He was
1: in conversation yeah. with Gil Scott Heron. And like yeah. I said, they knew the power of their position. Uh. And they understood that it's more than wearing a red hat. Uh. And they had something to say and they would say it. They understood the music. These boys were were, were notorious flirts with the ladies. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, the music could be used. They understood that the music could be used for so much more, you know, they weren't worried about, about their Instagram accounts mm-hmm. or, their, or, or, or their brand. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do what was right. Mm-hmm. And that night they were, they were talking about trying to see how they could get together and do something mm-hmm. to uh, make people more aware yeah. of Nelson Mandela's plight. Yeah. That, to me, speaks volumes. Yeah. Who
0: of these musicians did you like the best?
1: You, you asking somebody to pick you know, Which uh, of your children is your favorite? And every
0: parent secretly has an answer to that question
1: Oh I know We, <laughs> we're, we're, we were fortunate we only have a limited edition But <laughs> my camera had a love affair With Shaka Khan Why? Why? Yeah Because she was so bad What's your favorite Shaka song? Tell me something good The
0: love affair with the with, with your camera had a love affair with her. Tell me what My you, camera real-
1: was seduced. <laughs> she was playful. Tell me something good. Mm. She knew who she was. Mm-hmm. Tell me that you love me, yeah. She had this way that she she carried herself, and when she walked into a room, and I loved the way that the inter- the interaction between she and the band, mm. and I think the photographs show that. And they were having a lot of fun. What I got enough we'll you good.
0: <laughs> it has been the highlight of my month to just go through these photos and read these stories. So I thank you for it.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you.
0: Many thanks to photographer extraordinaire and all-around nice guy, Bruce Talamon. Thanks for the chat. You can find Bruce's photos in his book, Bruce W. Talamon, Soul, R&B, Funk, Photographs 1972 through 1982, on sale now. This is a good book for your coffee table, for your living space. It's going to impress your friends and also impress you. All right, we're almost out of here. I have one more favor to ask of all of you. If you like this show, and I hope you do, do us a favor, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, There's some magic of the internet and of technology and of smartphones that helps this podcast be discovered by more people. The more reviews that we get, I don't know how it works, but I know it works. So help us out. Do us a solid. Leave us a review. It would mean so much to us. Okay, listeners, we're back in your feeds on Friday Till then, keep rocking. I'm Sam Sanders. Talk soon.